Welcome to Growth Marketing Today, where marketers, designers, and product owners level up their growth marketing chops from experts in today's top startups. Here's your host, Ramley John. Hey, welcome to another episode of Growth Marketing Today. In this episode, I interviewed Andrew Warner. Andrew is best known as the pushy founder of Mixergy, a place where proven entrepreneurs teach. But I turned the tables and interviewed him. Andrew came back talk about chatbots, specifically why major companies are making chatbots a big part of the marketing and sales strategy. It's one of the best interviews I've had so far. There's a few reasons why you should check it out. First, he explains what the heck a chatbot is. If you already know what it is, you'll still discover something useful about it. Second, Andrew invested in chatbot companies early on. He'll reveal what he saw in chatbot that lots of people miss. And finally, you'll see the incredible response rates you can get with chatbots. Andrews is a number guy and he shares cold, hard data. Super excited about this. If you want to get some more information and some tweetable quotes from this, go to growmarketing.today forward slash 029. Other than that, here's my chat with Andrew. Hey everyone, Growth Marketing Today listeners. I have Andrew Warner today. How's it going, Andrew? How are things with you? I'm fascinated by you because you got such a good mic setup, good earphones, the lighting is I love hip hop vibe in the podcast too. <laughs> that you started out with really good energetic music. Thank you. I really appreciate that. How about you? Like how what kind of mic are you using right there? That's a really cool mic. I'm using a, the Rode Podcaster. I actually think that everybody needs a professional mic now because when we're talking to clients, I'm not picking up the, the phone and talking to a client. I'm doing like a Zoom chat with them, a long way to communicating authority, to communicating presence. And frankly, a good mic doesn't have to cost that much for like 70 bucks. I'm talking about mics, of course. I'm here to talk about the new technology of chatbots and how they're revolutionizing the way that, that people are communicating with their audiences. And it's market now for anyone who's in marketing, anyone who's, who's running a digital agency, anyone who wants to get started too, because there's so little competition there. No, it's so true. Before we talk about that chatbot academy that you're building, I've been a big follower. I've been a big fan of Mixergy. I've been watching some of your videos, man. Like I was really excited when, when Megan from Mixergy reached out. I'm curious to hear your story on how you got it started. Like where did Mixergy come from and like your whole story behind it? Yeah. Yeah. Mixergy is the big thing that I've been doing for the last 10 years. Before that, right out of school, I started an email marketing company. We were sending out jokes by email, quotes by email, and we were 20 million subscribers, over $35 million in annual sales. And this is all for a bootstrap company that I started at 21 years old. Phenomenal. But it was fast because number one, I, I, I love working and I love, I, I love promoting things, but also because as marketing was on the rise, we got to grow. And today it's hard to get 20 million people to subscribe to an email newsletter. Who would do, who would do that? <laughs> but back then there were many other newsletters. And so we got a lot of subscribers and we just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. After I sold that business, I took a bunch of time off. I went to Vegas and to Europe to backpack. I ran with the bulls in Pamplona. I rode my bike for like endless days, riding my bike all day, running from bulls. <laughs> That's no life. What do I want to do? And I said, at a place where I want to leave a legacy. And the legacy that I want to leave was similar to the type of work that inspired me. And I'm the type of person who, when I was growing up, I would read biographies all the time. 
I love reading biographies about Ted Turner. I loved reading about people who were, frankly, Seth Godin in his marketing books. I got excited about it. So I want to learn from the best of the people out there. There was nobody who was creating a podcast. No one who was doing biographies of the new entrepreneurs who I thought were changing the world. And we're talking about, this is 2008, 2000. There are people like the founders of Airbnb who were just getting going, but they were changing the world, clearly. The founder of Dropbox, Drew Houston, seeing all these people just take off. And I said, if I were reading a biography, I want to read their biography. If other people want to learn from the best, these are the people I learn from today. I just started doing interviews with them. And then I started recording, and then I got better and better at it. And that's the legacy. Then the thing happened, which is people who watched my interviews, who listened to my podcast, who learned from my work, started to create these phenomenal companies. Sometimes they come back and say, hey, Andrew, I'm starting a new company and I could, I'm raising money. And one of those people is a guy named Shane Mack, super smart guy. And he said, I'm starting a company called Assist and we're raising money and we're not sure what it is, but we have some ideas. And then it turned out after I invested, he landed on another idea. It was chatbots. Before Facebook Messenger allowed chatbots in, he, he did it. And I saw it and I go, this is great. I loved it so much that I started just teaching it first to my audience at Mixergy, and then I spun it out into its own business called Bot Academy. Every one of your listeners could identify with this because they're marketers, they know how to promote things, but they also know the limitations. I was doing email marketing in the beginning. Getting over 80% open rate was, was fairly easy. People get an email, they think, I have to open it. Today, people say, I'm getting an email. Oh, I have to open it. And so... 80% rates, like an 8 10 open rates. You know, industry average is like 23, 25. This is MailChimp. And across the board, they saw that the average was 2 to 3% open rate. Actually, 2 to 3% click rates. Wow. That means 97 us, 97 out of 100 people who you send a message to, they're not opening it. And that's the possibility of a chatbot. And the reason they're not opening it is email's tired, email's flooded, it's boring, old. But chat is exciting. How many times do you see people chat at a dinner table instead of talking to you? They have to respond to a text message. You have to look. They have to, chat is where our audience is. That's where we have to be, baby. We have to reach them where they want to be. So good. I love your energy, but it's so true. You know, I think I remember some statistics that people get on average 167 emails a day. So like you're just talking about the open rate and even click-through rate of emails is like it's definitely going to be crap. So now whole trend towards bots and a chatbot. You launched this new company yeah. called Bot Academy, right? I did. So here's the thing that I did. I said, you know what? Everyone's going to need to have this design on it. And people start saying yes. I said, do you want me to teach you? And they say yes. So I started teaching it to them, like one-on-one -on -one saying, here's how to build it. And they go, this one looks great. I'm back three weeks later and say, so did you launch it? And they go, no, I didn't launch it. Oh, that's kind of disappointing. Why not? And one guy said, our, our Google ads are underperforming and that's a big source of traffic, so we have to adjust that. You know what? These people have way too much going on. No one can implement everything on their own. I said, what if I teach it to people and then let them go get clients and they could build chatbots for their clients? Mm. Boom. I taught them. They started getting clients. I'm talking about Johnson, who ended up getting, I think it was like nine clients within wow. a few weeks, like four weeks of working with me. So... That's fantastic. Who's listening to me should frankly have a chatbot. If they don't know how to do one, I could show them how to do it. Or frankly, they could learn online. I just want them to have a chatbot. I want everyone who's listening to this three years from now to come back and go, eh, that loudmouth uh, Andrew was a little too much, but you know what? I said, let's try a chatbot. And now I've got 
ten thousands, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, and it's actually leading to real customers. I'm a bit of a loud mouth, aren't I? Huh? No, this is what I want. This is the, the, the whole point of this chat is for my guests to just talk. One of the things that I think about AI and chatbots is a lot of marketers yes. might have thinking that it's, it's hard to build a chatbot. Like you need to be a brainiac with high IQ to build a chatbot. What do you say to those people? Like, what do you say to, hey, you need to be extra smart? Uh, you know what? Here's the deal. So Shane Mack is one of the guys I invested in. Another person is a guy named Mikhail Yang. He's the company that will allow to build a chatbot. And I remember talking to him and going out to, to lunch with him here in San Francisco. And there are a couple of things that stand out for me. Number one, Mikhail, Mike, what's the deal? There's tons of options here. You're ordering just soup? Yeah, my wife and I are. On, and then he started describing kind of uh, diet because he's always experimented with like self-improvement techniques. He was on some diet experiment. Okay, fine. Was it the all soup diet? I don't know, but it's interesting. I like the way he thinks that way. The second thing is I said, I checked you out. You're backed by 500 startups. They believed enough in you to put a little bit of money to give you a lot of training to, to help build your business up into a chatbot creation platform. Are you raising money beyond it? He goes, no. Said, Why not? Said, Every time I talk to investors, they say, we don't know. Is artificial intelligence even going to work or not? And he said, they don't understand. The best chatbots in the future will have artificial intelligence. The best chatbots today will have zero artificial intelligence. And I believe that. Today, our chatbots shouldn't be smart. All they should be is this, a new way to reach people. So if I were going to say to my audience, I have a new blog post and email it out to them, I'd also say, you know, a lot of them are going to be looking at email and they're not going to know that I'm doing a new blog post. How about if I send it to them via Facebook Messenger? And if I send it to them via Facebook Messenger, just a short note and say, here's my new blog post. It's about this new marketing technique. Do you want to read it? There should be a button that if they say yes, they can read it right there. Mm. And the beauty of that is an app that's being used by 1.3 billion people every month. An app that as soon as I send my message to them, their phone will vibrate. They'll get the alert. They tap it, open it. That's what we're talking about. It's so good. No, that's definitely so true. I'm curious on what other use case you've seen with, with chatbots. Like what, you know, you talked about the blog. Like what other use case have you seen with some of your students or some other people that you've seen? So I'll tell you what's worked really super well for us. Best thing, one of the best for us is we do webinars to teach people before they buy. In the past, we'd say someone register for a webinar, we'd say, what's your email address? And we'll send you an email to remind you. That worked out, uh, okay. But we kept seeing that the majority of people who register for the webinar would show up. So then we said, all right, let's add calendar integration. As soon as they register, we let them add it to their calendar. I mean, they click it, but they it show up based on the calendar. And you can tell because in the calendar, we put the location, which was a trackable link back to the webinar page. I said, huh. So I said, why, why didn't you show up? Wasn't it on your calendar? And it turns out many people don't live by their calendar the way I do. I literally will have lunch on my own. If I'm having lunch on my own, it'll be scheduled in the calendar that nothing else gets booked. And I know like, what my day looks like. But most people don't live that way. So we said, you know what? Would you like our chatbot to remind you when the event goes live? People press the button. And now we start to see people show up. And the reason they show up is when they register for the webinar, all they have to do is press one button, just a button, and we say, great, I'll remind you here via chat. And two minutes before the webinar goes live, their phones will get an alert. They tap it, and there'll be a text for me that says, or a Facebook Messenger message for me, saying the webinar is about to go live. Do you want to start? They tap that, and then they get to go in. Super simple, very active. 
I do podcast episodes like this. In the past, what I would do is say, anyone who's interested, go check out my website, bodycap.com. People would check it out for a second, and then they forget to come back because other stuff comes up in their lives. And I made the connection in a podcast. They said, hey, you know what this Loudon Andrew? He's a bit of a loudmouth, but I kind of like him. Some number of people are going to say that. And they say, I'm going to go check out his website. And they like me. They check out my site, but then they never return. I mean, hey, why don't we just create a chatbot? And so now we do it. So, for example, I'm here. Instead of telling people to go check out my website, I'm going to say, go check out the bot. Let them see what chatbot looks like. See how we build chatbots and teach them how they can build a bot too. And if they go to it, and the URL I'm going to give is botacademy.com slash growth marketing. There, if they press the button to say, yes, I want to learn more from Andrew, they join my chatbot subscription. And a day later, they're going to learn another tip for how to get a chatbot. And a couple of days later, they'll get another message from me about how to grow their chatbot audience and another message and another message and you stay in touch. We turn a one hit and out into an ongoing relationship. Mm. And anyone who has any one of these one hit wonder experiences with their, with their audience should consider using a chatbot to turn it into an ongoing relationship. Hot. And it gets people to, to be engaged and not be passive listeners. So good. I really find that fascinating because I've been thinking a lot about this, like how people learn. When you think about people learn, way, way back then, people learn from books. They read books. Video came out. Now they're learning from video and that's like mixergy. You know, people learning from other people talking to each other. And I've realized like people learn faster through conversation, right? When we're just chatting, you know, when you have a question, with a book, you have to call up the author. With a video, like how you're going to write a comment. But like chat, it's real time, right? It's like the best way. If you ever notice that when you're watching a TV show, you start to look at your phone too, because there's nothing to do. You need to do something while you're watching. We can't be passive. So here's how I did this for a webinar. So far, we've been talking about uh, Facebook Messenger bots. You can use a software called Drift to add a chatbot to your website. So I thought every two weeks I do webinars. Every two weeks when I do webinars, people chat with me. It's the same questions over and over again. Like, is this webinar being recorded? And I have to keep answering, yes, I'll record and you can have a copy of it. Can I build a chat on, on WhatsApp? My answer is no, you cannot, and so on and so forth. Let's take a recording of my video of my webinar and let's have a bot sit like a chat window the webinar. And if someone asks a question like, will this be recorded? The bot can say yes and I'll give you a recording afterwards. If you ask a question like, uh, can I do this on WhatsApp? We say, no, not yet, but it's okay because Facebook Messenger has 1.3 billion people. And if I ask a question in video, like uh, how many unread email messages do you have? The person who's listening will see their chat bot automatically open up and ask the same question that I just asked via chat. They'll say, hey, how many unread messages do you have? And they don't even have to type it. It'll bring up three buttons that is under 100, under to 1,000, over 1,000 unread messages. And you could see them press the button to interact. And now instead of sitting passively and watching me talk at them, they get to press buttons and they get to respond. They get to ask questions and get immediate answers. It's still experimental. We're using, as I said, a service called Drift. This is the future. And I want to be the person to experiment with that. That was so cool. I think even thinking it further, maybe at some point it can start responding to objections. So let's say, hey, you know, like, you're talking about common questions and then you get so advanced that you can actually use the bot to start selling your stuff essentially on the webinar. You might not even have to be there. You could be smart enough to answer to objections because 
I hate going to a webinar and then I ask a question and I don't get a response. Like it, this would be like smart enough to, I guess, answer objections. So get more people at the door, essentially. At this point, no artificial intelligence. I believe in the future, artificial intelligence will just be able to understand what people say and respond. At this point, it's just if-then statements. Mm. That's it. What we do is, Becca, who set this up for us on our team, she goes in every few days to see what are the questions that people ask. And so, for example, there are a few people who are just sitting there and they typed in the word boring. So number one thing she said to me is, Andrew, make this webinar a little bit more interesting, which is fine. We look at the numbers to see how many people are watching through and I keep wanting to make it interesting. It was helpful. She now has a trigger. Anytime someone says the word boring, she can trigger the chatbot to have a gift and a little bit of a statement. And she keeps looking to see what are people saying that the bot doesn't respond to. If the bot, if uh, someone asks a question like, um, can I sign up in two weeks? And the bot hasn't been programmed to answer it, we get a message about that. We can come back in and I noticed that in the one you asked about this, about whether you can sign up in two weeks. At this point, you can't sign up two weeks later. We want you to sign up within the webinar or within a few after the webinar. So they get a response, even if the bot doesn't. And then she could say, you know what? Enough people have asked this question. Let's program it in so that we answer it in the future. It's really mind-blowing how much you can do. I haven't mastered it yet. But that's the next thing I'm excited about. Here's what we did tend to get well. The chatbot to replace email. Super simple. Super simple. But I want to keep experimenting to see where else can we do it. Nice. That's so good. And that's what I wanted to talk about next is where, you know, you're experimenting with this chatbot. Where do you see it going to next? You know, what kind of new technology is in the works? What I'm seeing right now is that payment is getting easier and easier. When the chatbot first came out, we created a chatbot. And we said, hey, if you want to get our guide or if you want to hear more from us, press this button and you'll hear from us. They pressed the button. The chatbot said, great, I'll keep sending you messages about this topic that you're interested in. And then we said, we should charge. And we looked at the charging option. And for a long time, Facebook said, we have credit cards on file. If you want anyone who wants to buy from you, just put up a buy button and We'll power it and send. And what we found was, we thought that was exciting, but what we found was most people did not have their credit cards in Facebook's accounts. Mm. Every time a marketer like you, like our listeners, would test it out, they'd say, This is amazing. I test out my own bot. I hit the pay button. The money actually goes into my account. I don't have to type a credit card number in. This is amazing. What marketers didn't realize was, we're kind of weird. The reason Facebook has all in there is because at one point or another bought ads on Facebook. I'm constantly spending money to buy ads on Facebook. So no wonder my credit card's on file. And if your credit card's not on file with Facebook, the experience was pretty bad. So what we did internally at Bot Academy was if somebody wanted to buy, we would have a button that would open up our order form and ask people to enter in credit card information. And that works, but it's not integrated enough. I think as we proceed, it's going to become more and more integrated that people shouldn't have to put in their credit card information on their phone. Should just say to, not should say, today I'm going to teach you this, today I'm going to teach you that, today I'm going to teach you this other thing. And then the next day say, hey, I taught you a lot. If you want to buy more or if you want to buy the whatever, press the button. You should just press the button and have the money just go directly to the marketer. And, the, and then the, the client, the customer should get what they want. No, that's so good. I, um, I think I'm already seeing that in China with Weibo. I've, I've heard where you can pretty much pay for your food 
with like flight tickets, airline tickets, with with Weibo, with this chat bot. I think you're right. I think that's where definitely it's going. Like just making it easier for people to to buy things. You don't have to put your credit card. I'm really curious. You've talked to a lot of people. What would be your advice to some of my listeners who are just trying to get started with either trying to start their own company or uh, trying to get into marketing? What would be some of your advice for them? First of all, I'd say do it before you're ready for it. Do it before the market has justified doing it. Everyone says, my audience is not ready for it. It's too early for chatbots. I was just reading uh, the book called Netflix, Netflix about the founding of Netflix and how it became this company's worth now more than the media giants that it used to compete against, like Comcast. And it talked about how in the early days when people didn't have DVD players, they created a DVD mail service where they would ship you a DVD, you'd pay, for, you'd pay rent for it, and then you'd return it, and then they'd ship you another one and so on. There were like 50 DVD titles at the time. There were hardly any DVD players in people's homes, and that's when they got started. And then Blockbuster came in, and by then, Blockbuster waited too long, and it was too hard for them to compete. And as a result, Netflix, Blockbuster, and this pioneer in the, in the video rental space world went out of business. You have to come in early before everybody has it. And so right now, chat, before everyone's getting into it, that's the time to get into it. For me, for email, I got into email marketing before everyone got into email marketing. So I could build up an email list of 20 plus million unique email addresses and 20 plus million unique subscribers. You have to get in early. Number one. Number two, the best email marketers out there subscribe to different newsletters. They check out what people do. They learn from the best and they build it. I think you've got to start subscribing to some chatbots to see what's out there. And I've given people my chat, I actually created one just for us for this uh, podcast. It's botacademy.com slash growth marketing, but you should subscribe to a few of them and just learn. Next step is create one, create a really, mm. really bad chatbot if you have to. It's so easy. No one has to even know you did it. All you have to do is, if you do it on Facebook, create a Facebook page, call it my really, really bad experiment uh, at building a chatbot. And then you go to software and connect it to your page and create your first really bad chatbot. If you want, we can help you guys do it. We do webinars all the time where we teach you how to do it. But if you want to do it on your own, do it on your own. I don't care. What I want you to do is just build one. I want you to look back a week from now and say, I didn't have a chatbot before. Now I do. Or I had a bad one and now I've a couple of others and I know what to do to improve it because I've got some ideas. I want you to look at this podcast two years from now and not just say, ah, I listened to something to just pass the time to say, oh, you know what? I heard this podcast it said I should create a chatbot. Now I have a chatbot. Watch one episode of BoJack Horseman on Netflix and by the end of it, you'll have a chatbot. Just <laughs> window that. You watch that BoJack Horseman, it's pretty cool. Yep, I do. That's why I laugh. Uh, it's funny. It's just watch. It's the same time it would take to watch a BoJack man. I'm about to wrap up this episode. Yeah. I just want to give you an opportunity to yes. give out any call to actions. Like, where do you want, where, where can people sign up for your webinar? Like, where, what do you want my listeners to do right now? Like, if you're going to ask them, hey, do something, what is that something? I'm going to say, if you're interested, check out the chatbot that we made. The best way to see what this is to see how we do it. And you'll have opinions about it once you see it. Go to botacademy.com slash growth marketing. And you'll see this is the way that you can onboard people to their own chat. And if you're interested, I would love to have you guys see me in person. I'm right at the heart of San Francisco. It's 201 Mission Street. That's where my office wow. is. Let me know beforehand so you're not just in the air. Uh, I've had people just come in out of nowhere and security doesn't know what to do with them. They don't know if like I'm being accosted. Um, and the reason I'm saying this is because I want you to know chatbots are not they're not replacing people. I'm not pretending that a bot is me. I still want to get to know people personally, one-on-one. -on -one. I still want to see what you're building. I still want to get to know you. But I also understand that I need to reach people in bulk in a way that they like to be reached. Chat is where people want to be communicated with. And 
let's go there and build out our chatbots. Awesome, Andrew. I just want to thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate it. So everybody listen to it. Listening right now, go to marketing. Thank you for listening on this episode. Really love stuff that Andrew talked about in this interview. I hope you go check out what he shared for this podcast listeners. So take advantage of that. Go to that link. And what's holding you back, you should start building chatbots right now. If you want more info and tweetable quotes from this episode, go to growthmarketing.today forward slash 029. Other than that, this is Ramley and keep on growing. Passion.